When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Lovecraft Country Chronicles, part of the Fan Sided Podcast Network. Please welcome your hosts, Mia Johnson and Natalie Zamora. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a super special bonus episode of Lovecraft Country Chronicles. I am Mia Johnson, and as always, I'm joined by our other co host. Hey, everyone, it's Natalie Zamora. And, you know, we're going to be talking about some stuff. Natalie, did you know we're going to be talking about stuff today? Did you know? Did I know that we're going to be talking about stuff? I had an idea. I had an idea. (laughs) For anyone who's already read the the headline of this show, we are going to be talking about Mm -hmm. Lovecraft Sanctum VR uh, Mm -hmm. because no one else has been. Yeah, I haven't read anything about it except for just HBO promoting it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've seen like they send us the promos for it and all that, but I haven't like caught anything on like yeah. Twitter or I haven't. So I was like, you know what? This is our podcast. We're here to talk about Lovecraft <laughs> countries. So we're going to cover everything. Um, and we're also going to talk a little bit about our overview so far of season one. So I'm yeah. excited. It's going to be a great one. Me too. But first, we have some more friends to share with you all. If you've been enjoying this podcast and you just really want to expand your horizons about horror, we have something for you. Are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? Do you you experience feelings of boredom at work or in your car? Have you or your family ever seen a movie about slashers, monsters, or ghosts? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and download the Horror Squad podcast. Their informative and hilarious shows are downloadable 24 hours a day to serve all your horror podcast needs. They're ready to entertain you. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. The Horror Squad podcast. Y'all might want to listen to that. I think you should. (laughs) So that's what's going on around our friends, our, Mm -hmm. our friends sphere. But let's talk about for a moment Lovecraft season one because this is like the the last moment, yeah, <laughs> before the big everything just blows up in our face and we're gonna see what happens to everyone. And I was wondering, this was an interesting question that had come across my mind, and viewers feel free to tweet out at us as well <laughs> about what you know. How has your view of the show changed? From when you first started watching it, or even while you were listening to the, you know, promos for it and the commercials mm-hmm. and the trailers, compared to what you think about it now, how you been feeling about that, Natalie? Yeah, that's a really good question because I feel like my whole perspective has changed a lot. Like, I mean, so I read the book, but a lot of it is so different from the book. So mm-hmm. that we'll just throw that away. Basically, I knew the premise. <laughs> I didn't know everything that was going to happen. So. I thought now that I've rewatched, I've rewatched all of it so far. Um, mm-hmm. So rewatching the beginning, when the first time I watched it, I thought it was really good. I was interested, you know, obviously, but now I'm rewatching it. And there are a few episodes that I'm like, eh, 
like episodes one through three, I feel like are very just introductory adventure. Mm-hmm. But then once we get into the real, you know, emotional and powerful stuff, the everything with Jaya and Tulsa, I'm like, wow, like the second half, I think it's a lot better. Yeah, yeah, they've really been finishing strong. And you're right. They it to me, I'm not, you know, usually when you look at a series, most of the times you're analyzing each episode, like the arc of that episode and everything. Mm-hmm. But for this specifically, I feel like it kind of like you have to look at it broadly and you have to look at it as a movie. So it's like yeah. the first three episodes are building up and you know, mm-hmm. we're we're peaking up to this climax and everything falls with episode ten. Um So, yeah, my perception of this, what would I say? (laughs) I definitely thought it was going to be a lot more horror focused. Like, I really, yeah, (laughs) I really thought they were going to go all in on horror. And I'll have to say, for my own sake, I'm happy that it's not, you know, just (laughs) slasher, slasher, gore every single moment of (laughs) every single minute. But they do still use the elements of horror, I think, really nicely. There's been some really, like, just, moments that you know you never would have think thought that you've seen before like jaya or like yeah shaga wreaking havoc and all those things so they've been really creative on that front at least yeah yeah you're right i thought there was going to be way more monsters and blood and gore like you said but it fits (laughs) nicely this way you know it's just like an added touch here's like a little (laughs) gift of horror exactly expected (laughs) yeah so it to me I would say it's about in line with most other HBO shows, Mm -hmm. which is good because I really, nothing really comes to mind when you think of an HBO show and you're like, oh, that was really, you know, awful. I don't, you know, I generally they've been putting out some top tier stuff. So I would say that's about on par with everything genre wise, though, not exactly what I expected. But again, as we talked about over the course of every episode, I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, I like the sci-fi. Or I like, you know, it might be a little weird, but I like the adventure of it or all the other things that they tried to do. Yeah, I agree. So do we wish that the series was longer? Because they still have not, you know, said, like, are we going to have a season two or renewing it and all that? So does it feel just right? Or do you wish, like, even if it was one season, it would have gone on a little longer? I feel like it could go on a little bit longer just because it doesn't feel like it's dragging on. Not like I want it to go on longer and then it'll feel like it drags on. Like it's always great when it doesn't feel that way. But I still think they could do like one or two more episodes, especially because Mm -hmm. we're going into the finale with so many questions. I'm just nervous it's going to be rushed and then we're going to still have, you know, a bunch of questions. And then if there's a second season, great. But if there's not, then I'm just going to (laughs) be annoyed. (laughs) I know. Yeah. It's like they really have, from what it looks like, they have one chance to like really nail it. Yeah. And the span of, I imagine it's going to be like an hour. Usually, you know, finales are a little bit longer than yeah. most episodes. Um, so, yeah, I'm like, not to say I'm completely worried. Like, are they yeah. going to stick the landing? But yeah. Hmm. I honestly, I think because I've been along for the ride, I don't want it to end either. Like I would yeah. appreciate maybe like two more episodes, you know, if there were, it was a 12 season run instead of a 10. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, the traditional like 22 episode <laughs> would be like, no, that's overkill. And yeah. Once you, it's like when you get into that territory, you have filler episodes and they just yeah, go all totally. sorts of kooky ways. Totally. So less is more for sure. Mm-hmm. And 
yeah, it, it really is bittersweet to be like, oh, this is the last episode. <laughs> I know. I know. It really is. So, yeah, I've been thinking, it's like, what am I excited to see in the end? And, oh, they, you know what? They did release some photos for um, episode 10. I should, you know what? We're going to do this, like, literally right now. Look at some of the photos. (laughs) And I've got that pasted for you, Natalie. So hopefully you can look. So they do have a couple of little teasers here. And sometimes HBO, if you guys are able to look along as well, HBO either tweets them out or something like that. But we've got, like, a shot of Mm. Christina, who is, like, it looks like she's back at Artem, and she's at a desk writing something, or maybe studying a spell. Yeah. Hmm. What else do we have here? We have Abby and, not Abby, that's Abby Lee, actress Abby Lee, (laughs) and Ruby. It looks like they're going to confront one another at the lab. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they definitely have some stuff to talk about. So yeah, and again, this, for us, this is all speculative because we have not seen yes. the finale. Usually, we we get the episodes ahead of time. We are like completely going in blind. Yes, I do like that they have Hippolyta here with the blue hair. Yeah, so the blue the hair. <laughs> it's like how do you? You know, I know she doesn't even need to explain herself. I just Mm-mm. I love that she's she's rocking this look. And then yeah, we just have cute. like some general shots of Atticus and Letitia. Yeah, Letitia looks upset or scared for sure. Yeah. Like it looks, it looks like, like she's gonna cry. Oh no! <laughs> it looks like she's so. in a graveyard. It looks like a, oh, yeah. a gravestone is behind her. And then yeah, Atticus is kind of like in this photograph. He's in the woods, and it's dark and and creepy. Uh, maybe that's where they're gonna be performing the ceremony. That Atomic yeah. Equinox. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it's called. So. Yeah. That, so this all looks pretty interesting. These photos really didn't give away too much. But yeah. it's enough just to leave you. Um, and we've kind of talked about this last week. What are the characters going to do? What's Is Ruby going to finally leave Christina? I is Chaya going to make a comeback? She needs to. I know, yeah. <laughs> At this point, I think she is. But I really don't know how without it feeling forced. I think I said that last time, but I'm really rooting mm-hmm. for it. But I really hope it isn't like corny. Yeah, please, please. <laughs> my fingers are crossed right now. Let's do this right. So, yeah. <laughs> we will have, oh my goodness, plenty of time to talk about the finale. Obviously, when the finale airs, um, just a note to our listeners that typically, as you know, we have episodes ready to go right as that episode is ending Mm -hmm. because surprise surprise if you hadn't figured out we pre-record our episodes (laughs) because we've been able to watch the shows in advance since we have not been able to watch the show in advance that means we will be recording lovecraft country chronicles right at 9 p.m central 10 p.m eastern Mm -hmm. time um working through the night because we want to get this out (laughs) to you all because we love our chroniclers Oh, yeah. And it's going to be a big show, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to have that, you know, almost in real time. It's going to be right after our real reactions. So be a little patient, but I promise this one is going to be a good one. We're bringing Mm -hmm. back some familiar faces, some we haven't seen in a long time before. So that's just a little bit of a teaser. Mm -hmm. And I'm really, I'm so, oh, (laughs) it's going to be a wild night for me because I'm leaving (laughs) 
tomorrow to drive out to a friend's wedding, oh, which yes. is in oh, yes. yeah, which is that. in Missouri. Oh, so I'm gonna be driving nine miles. This is how dedicated I am <laughs> <laughs> to Lovecraft Country Chronicles. <laughs> I'm gonna be coming in from Missouri Saturday night all the way up to Chicago. I'm basically gonna be having my own Lovecraft Country yeah. road trip. But a happy one. Right, a happy one. (laughs) So please send me all your good thoughts and prayers on the road. Um, So that's what's going on there. Now let's actually talk about what the... What I've been hoping to talk about is Lovecraft Sanctum. Yes. Which it's even hard for me to put into words... So I'm just going to take the PR language mm-hmm. and hope that it makes sense. They call yeah. it a first-of-its-kind, groundbreaking social VR event series. Um, there are select people to participate in this. Uh, you use the Oculus Quest headset, and you enter this VR platform world that allows guests to talk and interact with others in real time. And at the same time, viewers can watch live Mm-hmm. on youtube so they had <laughs> there have been two <laughs> events mm-hmm. and there is a third one coming up so i will list those out and then we're gonna talk about them so the first one was called the garden of eden and that one aired thursday september 3rd on youtube it is no longer available i didn't find anything yeah additionally. i find it um so that video is not available but there are some images from that Mm-hmm. Event two was called The American Dream, which that video is still up on YouTube that premiered mm-hmm. or that event happened on September 24th. <laughs> and the final event number three is called Music of the Cosmos, which is actually going to premiere after the finale. Mm-hmm. So if you do want to catch that one, <laughs> it is on Monday, October 19th, right at 10 p.m. Eastern time. So Actually, in order to make up for not listening to Lovecraft Country Chronicles at that time, you can listen to that. And then hopefully by the time <laughs> that's over, we'll have finished recording our... Oh, no, that's Monday. So, you know what? Scratch oh, yeah. That. It's after. <laughs> A day after. <laughs> all, all, my, all my wires are crossed right now. So... <laughs> We're gonna. This is gonna be very visual, you all. I know this is a podcast, mm-hmm. but if you have the ability to head over to hbo.com/lovecraft-country/sanctum-vr, you can follow along with us for this exciting journey of Lovecraft Sanctum. <laughs> and if not, we will, you know, pause this, go check it out, and then mm-hmm. come back and listen to it. When you're ready to discuss this beautiful artistic experiment we're going to be going down. <laughs> so, so let's talk about now. Let's talk about number one, mm-hmm. uh, the first event, which is called Garden of Eden. So the caption for this is users took a stroll through a whimsical garden and experienced Afrofuturistic art installations by um, David Alabo, Devon Shimoyama, and Adeyemi Adegbasan, and they explored a unique vision of Black beauty, power, and life. So as we were scrolling through this wonderful virtual art, what what do you think about this? Do you have like a favorite piece from this interesting gallery? Yeah, I I wish we had the video just to see like how it would be interactive because I really like these pieces are really, really cool. 
Um, and I think my favorite one is it's nine out of 17 and it has this mm-hmm. blue man and in the background it says you are your ancestor's dream. I thought that one yeah. was really powerful and nice. I love all the colors, like, you know, the neon, it's very futuristic and sci-fi-ish. Um, so I thought it was really cool. I wanted to, you know, get a better glimpse of it. Yeah, it looks like, okay, so for what it looks like is in this, the Event 2 video, you can see they have this lobby that they enter, like, mm-hmm. virtually. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that looks like it's the same, like, like gallery number 10 and 11 and 12 looks the same from the second video. Mm-hmm. And then I guess from there they went into this room where you could see, I guess, these virtual art installations, which... yeah. It's 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 kind of neat. I I this feels to me like something that it's like if you were in it and you had the Oculus uh, headset, yeah. it would be you know a lot more <laughs> entertaining. But it's still kind of interesting to look at just to yeah. see. Um, yeah, there's this one picture. I think I like the colors on number five with this man sitting under the tree, and the gallery kind of scrolls by. So that's weird. That I know, I know. Button or anything. I know. But yeah, I like that one maybe, too. Yeah, I'm going to take a screenshot so it doesn't. Yeah, you've got this man sitting under a tree. It almost to me looks like a tarot card even. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. you're right. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know which that. one I would assign this to. It's been a really long time since I studied my tarot cards. But. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm not knowledgeable on that. I like the six, number six, too. This woman with the eyes yeah. behind her. Why does really it, cool. it looks like either like a Cardi B or Nicki Minaj. <laughs> and <laughs> like the long hair, straight yeah. hair. And the big, like, pretty eyes. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Number like, seven yeah. is really cool, too. I don't know what to make of it, though. <laughs> okay, yeah. Number seven, for you all who don't have the visual, is this mm-hmm. landscape with, like, it looks like a desert. Yeah. And but the desert also looks like water. It also looks like I'm using my best artistic words here. It also looks like a reflective slime. And yeah. You've got these iridescent praying hands coming out of the sand and also like a crystal skull. And the crystal skull has these orbs floating around it. And then there's another orb in the sand. So yeah. <laughs> that just gives you, I hope, I would love to see in your own mind what you think this is if you're not able to see the actual photo. Yeah, draw it for us and tweet a picture. <laughs> yeah. What does this, I'm like, what does it even mean? Like a giant who was buried in the sands and we see that this giant was praying before they died or something. I know, yeah. The, all I could make out of it was like praying and then dying, which is really sad. That's I was looking at this one and I was thinking this one was my favorite, but I just wasn't sure what it all means. Yeah. I wish they had the titles for this as well. Yeah. There's also I agree. another so the the one just after that, uh, by uh Adeyemi mm-hmm. looks kind of like almost reminds me of Shuri from Black Panther, like this African, oh, yeah. it's like a, a, a bust of an African woman mm-hmm. um, with this like regal neckwear, jewelry, yeah, and, like a regal like mask and a grill and a crown. That one is really pretty. I would actually like to see that like as legit like 3D artwork. This one is really beautiful. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's interesting to see it <laughs> rendered in a 3D world. Yeah. Yeah. They're all really cool. I wonder if, you know, covid wasn't a thing if they hbo would have done like a pop-up in real life or yeah. something that would have yeah. been so cool yeah that would have been cool yeah especially like new york art scene or something like that i'm sure a lot of people mm-hmm. 
have it in Brooklyn or someplace. I would have flew out for that. <laughs> <laughs> you can come stay with me. We'll go Yay. look at the Lovecraft art. <laughs> okay. Now I want to move on to event two, which yeah. this one was the one that we, we kind watched. of got to experience a lot more. Mm-hmm. And this one was called VR Dreams, Sci-Fi, and Pulp Zines. And the description for this is Sancta participants experiment experienced a live poetry performance inspired by the words of James Baldwin, adapted by Lovecraft country writer Shannon Houston, and performed by Journey Smollett. Mm-hmm. So, Natalie, do you even have a way to describe what this video is and what you saw? It was very confusing to me. <laughs> um, I want to say for our listeners that I do not do many VR experiences. I'm not like a video game person, so I might sound, you know, ignorant here, but I I was a little bit confused on, you know, what the participants had to do. It was like they had to solve riddles to cast a spell, but I think was it just to get through each room? I wasn't really sure what they were supposed to do and then they go into the room where the woman that's narrated by journey smollett which was really cool i liked hearing her voice like i want her to do like a speaking album of just poetry or anything um her voice is really beautiful but it was it just felt a little odd and long i didn't know what was going on it was nice but i was confused (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like so the participant i think there was like seven participants Mm-hmm. And I'm not even really sure who they were or how they yeah. were selected. Um, yeah, it was confusing. And they were talking, but I didn't really get if we were supposed to be listening to that Yeah. <laughs> and this was like a 24-ish minute video, if I'm mm-hmm. correct. And yeah, I, I will say I've watched like a lot of, you know, what they call Let's Plays online. So there's people, you know, playing video games. There's a lot of VR stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Um even though it's not as popular as a mode of like home entertainment yet. Yeah. Um, I have still seen these sort of things. But yeah, this one was interesting because it was like half game, half puzzle, but yeah. not really. And then it was also sort of this like artistic yeah. endeavor that they tried to do. Um, it reminded me, do you watch Community? I do not. Okay. <laughs> well, if anyone does, I apologize. <laughs> there's an episode of Community, and I, this is ironic because this was like one of my least favorite episodes. Where, um, there's the dean of the college. He gets this VR headset, and it looks just like this world. Like this, mm. um, there's a style for that that I'm I'm drawing a blank on what they call it now. But he enters this VR world, and basically he just can't stop playing it because he he loves how interactive it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what this reminded me of if anyone else has seen it. <laughs> but yeah, I th- this might be the one where I have to be kind of critical <laughs> about like the execution of this. Yeah. It's uh, just because to me, and you know, forgive me for what I'm about to say. To me, it, it <laughs> seemed like a very kind of low quality, yeah. low effort way to try to make Lovecraft Country interactive. Yeah. And not I to agree. say it was a bad intent. I just think the execution of it was, you know, it was very slow paced. Yeah. Visually, like it was okay, but I think if they had either a different team to work on it or they gave the team a longer amount of time to work on yeah. it, it would have looked amazing. Cause I mean, there's tons of like little indie places out there who can create, you know, beautiful, really beautiful oh, yeah. looking games. 
Um, <laughs> so for this, you know, in my, my video game expertise, <laughs> I wasn't like super impressed. And yeah. then as well for the people watching along, it was like, you know, you're just kind of a bystander. And somebody put in the comments, <laughs> um, Dave Station VR wrote, I get the art of the animated figure and voice poetry, but these people standing aimlessly on platforms is kind of a miss if we're talking about deeper significance. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, I really would have liked for there to be something more, just something a lot more interactive and not just yeah. for the sake of being like, hey, let's just have something that's cool and artsy. And yeah, uh, I think we've, we've evolved, at least in the virtual sphere past <laughs> of, you know, just this minimalist sort of way to virtually play an interactive thing. So <laughs> that's yeah. just me. <laughs> no, yeah, I agree. Yeah, it was kind of yeah slow in that in that uh, part of it. I also felt like it didn't really match the vibe of Lovecraft. Mm -hmm. Like obviously the see the episode with Hippolyta and all of the um, time traveling that is very futuristic. Those were the elements were shown there. But then besides that, I feel like the show is very you know grounded in the fifties. Even before that, that we have the episode in the twenties. Yeah. Like you know, <laughs> so that felt like I didn't feel like it was it had to do with Lovecraft other than the one episode and then Journey Smollett. Like, otherwise it was a little exactly. confusing. I think like whoever pitched this idea to whatever studio built this platform, they just kind of told them their idea. Yeah. But I'm assuming whoever was working on it really had no idea about Lovecraft Country or even seen it. Yeah. <laughs> That's at least my impression that, you know, I would have, it's like Lovecraft Country deals with sci-fi yes i wouldn't necessarily say afrofuturism mm -hmm. um maybe again aside from the hippolyta episode yeah. it really just more so is horror and yeah not the monsters yeah <laughs> yeah and even then it's like lovecraft is really soft on you know the horror and the chilling aspect so mm -hmm. i think there's probably like better netflix shows that would have fit i not i can't think of anything off the top of my mind but you know that just fit that creepy mysterious vibe to me lovecraft country isn't creepy or mysterious it's funny yeah. and it's exciting and it's a little bit chilling and it's a little bit you know breathtaking but not whatever they were trying to do with this virtual reality event so yeah yeah <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> okay and so event three, which we haven't seen yet, is called mm -hmm. Music of the Cosmos. And here's the description of that. Celebrate the season finale of Lovecraft Country with an out-of-this-world musical performance by the one and only Janelle Monae. Ahead of her set, guests are invited to explore the reliquary. <laughs> Am I saying that right? A mystery room yeah. filled with special artifacts from the show each accompanied with an audio snippet narrated by Michael Kenneth Williams. And again, the voice acting has been really good. Um, yeah. Like, Courtney B. Vance, I believe, was the one doing yeah. kind of first, or the one in number two or whatever. Yeah, I read that in the comments and then I realized that it was his voice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he was really, that was really good. The voice mm -hmm. acting was perfect. Like you said, Journey was perfect. Mm -hmm. um, so this one isn't out yet, but this is a thing that I've also seen starting to happen a lot is having these virtual concerts. And this is even before the pandemic and, you know, it's yeah. like, <laughs> it couldn't really attend concerts anymore. I'm thinking about uh, back to, gosh, what was that? Portlandia, where mm -hmm. there was like this festival going on and they were like, oh, we're not going to go here. We're just going to put on our like gigantic headsets <laughs> and go there instead. So mm -hmm. nothing new. And Fortnite yeah. 
of all places, of all games, has also been really big on yeah virtual games. I think like Travis Scott was one. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter. I remember. Yeah, uh, and people so, loved it. Yeah, <laughs> it was huge. So, <laughs> apparently, this is a thing, um, and I think this is something that they should open up to more people. Yeah, I don't see why not, or like even. I don't know, this is me getting like really wild, having cross-platform. So what that means is, you know, not just PC, but, you know, you mm-hmm. log on to your PlayStation 4, um, your Xbox, and, you know, you might not have the virtual headset, but you can still kind of be there and control it. Uh, so I'm just, yeah, I, I guess I do like video games a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know more than me, I'll give it to you. <laughs> so, yeah, I think Janelle Monet though, is a perfect fit because yes. she's this really, you know, her style is all about afrofuturism yeah um, i love her yeah and i was also wondering like who else would be a good fit for this type of concert did you have any like ideas in mind like who would who fits this aesthetic <laughs> so i have two ideas one of them is not the aesthetic but cardi b just because they used her so many times <laughs> yeah. in the show that's the only reason but after seeing the second video the second event and seeing you know that it's um you know like sci-fi-esque i was thinking maybe like fk twigs because Ooh. her music videos are like very like and like futuristic very interesting and then i would say just her music in general is very genre blending kind of like the show itself so i was like that could be cute but i also (laughs) i also saw that you put solange and i totally agree with that i think that (laughs) would be perfect yeah solange's if you see her oh my goodness i don't remember if this was Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel? It might have been Fallon. Mm-hmm. They let her have like this extended performance where she might have mm-hmm. gone on for like 11 minutes. Oh, and my. it was just this. She really knows when she does a performance how to be so artistic. And yes. I really like Beyonce. They have their own yeah. style and they know how to work that aesthetic. But hers is definitely this more chill, laid back, yeah. but still very experimental um, way to basically just present the the style that she's trying to show so i think hers also would have been like a great runner-up yeah um, that would have been course, good yeah i was gonna say the only downside of course is you you're kind of limited to the team that you are working with to mm-hmm. make this concert happen <laughs> um which that makes me also curious like how do you sing in vr is it like pre-recorded or is she actually going to be singing live and somehow that translates I don't know. I mean, I would say it has to be pre-recorded, but also I'm not the best with technology. So (laughs) if you told me it's all live, I would believe you. Yeah, we're the wrong people to be asking. (laughs) This is like, I know this is some interesting territory though, like to be thinking about VR concerts and was that like Black Mirror where they had Miley Cyrus's Ashley O and you could just kind of tap into this concert or, you know, do whatever have like a uh what is that holographic Tupac yeah oh my gosh yeah <laughs> yeah that's the future apparently <laughs> oh no <laughs> now we're just gonna have this debate about you know what's the difference between you know do we need celebrities anymore yeah do we even need to see performances organic can we just create the little robot and have them sing and, and tune out you know like the algorithm just like the the perfect song <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah well now with covid yeah no concerts so <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> oh gosh, this is our world now. Oh no. 
<laughs> okay, well, yeah. So overall, I'm like, the big question here is, did Sanctum work? We talked about the aesthetic and we said it kind of felt off. Yeah. My overall opinion, just from seeing these first two, is that... <laughs> Not really. I just I don't think it was perfectly executed. I think they could have done something much better to try to be, you know, interactive and to really like actually legitimately connect with the story yeah, of I Lovecraft agree. Country. I think that would have been a lot more, you know, to be like supplemental material to yeah. the story. Then we that might be like a better way to learn and remember the book of names or Titus's page yeah. or all this, you know, <laughs> crap that we come across. We're like what the what heck is it? are we supposed to remember? Um, so, yeah, I yeah. think they could have done better. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. And I am excited for the Janelle Monet for the third event. But I almost feel like if they just promoted it as like an HBO, like VR concert with Janelle Monet mm-hmm. inspired by Lovecraft Country and like yeah. five other shows or something, I would have been like, cool, I'll tune in. But this like as a standalone thing that would have been cool but i don't think this really i mean of course we haven't seen the last one but i don't think it really connects with the show too much yeah so it yeah. felt odd <laughs> yeah i do think that this type of format can work in other shows yeah. if they really like and i don't know who's behind this sometimes i imagine when decisions like these are made it's kind of like the boomer and they're like you know what do young yeah. kids like oh they yeah. like vr <laughs> And then yeah. you start having these executive decisions made that are like just super out of touch or outdated altogether. Yeah, totally. Um, and again, you know, I, I always, I'm always an apologist because <laughs> I don't like to be super mean or, you know, but I'm I mean, you. it's just me being critical. And, and, you know, if we're here to give good advice, I'm here to say, you know, for next time, really think about, you know, what, how do you want to execute this? How are you going to make it? visually stunning because we are at that point where it's like you know lackluster stuff is is bottom of the barrel yeah um there are ways to do simplified gaming and all that stuff that's another tangent (laughs) uh but i do i do like the idea of using vr to as an enhancement to a show or as a supplement to a show yeah i agree i totally agree it's a cool concept but yeah this one i was a little lost with yeah (laughs) do you have any other hmm, thoughts about this grand experiment or what we've got going into episode 10. Mm, now I'm like having it in my mind that the show is like all futuristic. So I'm imagining <laughs> the finale, like they're on Mars and Atticus yeah. is floating through space. Um, yeah. He's got a ray gun. and <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm all thrown off. I got to rewatch the show again. No, I'm just kidding. But um I'm just really excited. I can say it 200 times, but I mean it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I hope everyone else out there is super excited for the finale. Uh, As always, we have a question for the listeners. And, you know, I encourage everyone to go head over to the website or just put into Google Lovecraft Country Sanctum VR. Mm -hmm. And it should take you directly to that website. And let us know, what do you think about Lovecraft Sanctum? did it? Yeah. Does it work? Did you enjoy it? I mean, everyone, it's artistic. So everyone takes away yeah. their own experience and their own opinions. Um, and totally. is this worth maybe doing for other shows, other HBO shows? I could totally see this being something for like Westworld. I think it yes. definitely fits for Westworld. Yeah, it would be perfect for Westworld. That's kind of more of the vibe that I was getting, to mm-hmm. be honest. <laughs> so <laughs> they're halfway there. there. <laughs> yeah, there's lessons to be learned. <laughs> So yeah. I think we're gonna we're gonna close it there and 
Everybody just gear up for our season finale episode roundtable. It's going to be so exciting. Yes. Uh, I, I, we, we can't say that enough. And mm-hmm. we, yeah, thank everyone for just listening so far. All, yes. all, all every single episode and mm-hmm. sending us these great comments and reviews as well. You know, send us that review on iTunes. Rate us as high as you would love to. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank you guys so much. All right. We will see you all at the finale. Woo. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Fansided. Join our community of over 300 sites from sports to pop culture and everything in between. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.